All right, welcome back, everybody. It's a new month and a new word, and we are excited for you to join us here with the podcast from Core Essential Values. This one is such a fun word. It is a word that we need as spring approaches, and um, I'm just really excited to get into this conversation with you today. So let's get started. My name is Leslie Bolser. I'm the creative director for Core Essential Values, and I'm here with my friend, Dr. Beth. Dr. Beth, tell us about yourself. Yeah. So, hey, everyone. I'm Dr. Beth Trammell. I'm a licensed psychologist and an associate professor of psychology at Indiana University East, where I'm the director of the Master's in Mental Health Counseling Program. Um, but I also um, believe in making words matter for good. So my push is to help, you know, anyone who wants to speak to make words matter for good. And so I actually really love this word, too. And I love having conversations about how we use words with little ones because I think too often we just, we just don't think about all the ways that we're teaching them with our words. And so I'm excited about this word today. Yeah, I I agree. I think sometimes as we speak words, we don't really think of the meaning behind some of them until we just are called to pause for a minute and think about it. And then we can maybe use them a little differently to get a little bit of a different effect or a different behavior out of our kids. So with all of that being said, um, I think we should just go ahead and explain what the word is this month and how families with preschoolers can implement this in their lives. So the word this month is hope. Um, And hope is an incredibly powerful word. There's so much inside of those little four letters and the word hope. Um, And with little ones, we're kind of primarily talking about just believing that good things can happen. Um, But Beth, to your point, I'm not sure that's how we always use that word. Why don't you start us off? Say a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I I think as I think about, you know, my kids and, you know, I have four kids and I have one, my youngest is six. And so we're not that far out of the preschool range. And if I think about some of the ways I used hope in a sentence, it was often like, well, I hope you're not in there smearing, you know, blue paint on the wall, or I hope you're in there doing what I've told you to do. Like, I'm not sure I ever really intentionally used the word hope in a way that really does push this idea of hope means, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to good things happening, or I'm believing in my in my being that yeah. good things will happen. And so that was really the first thing that came to mind as a parent thinking about how do I use hope in a sentence around my preschoolers? Because the way we use it in a sentence is how they're drawing meaning. And I'm like, well, shoot, they weren't drawing any kind of like cheery, hopeful message from the way I was using hope. Yeah. It's a little bit more of a threat, right? Yeah. Sure. Hope you're doing what I said you should be doing. Otherwise. Who wants hope then? I mean, if I'm a four-year-old, I sure as heck don't want hope then. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. So if we're, if we're a little more thoughtful about the way we use hope in sentences and how we're using it with small kids, what are some other ways that we can really develop this idea of um, believing that good things can happen? Yeah. So I think for me, it starts by developing some awareness around how do you use hope in a sentence around your preschooler, right? So kind of start there, kind of just this exercise I did right before we kind of recorded this was me reflecting just, you know, you don't have to spend the whole day, but just kind of think about how do I use hope in a sentence? And then how do, how do I believe in hope? Right. So it it kind of also starts with me determining 
what I believe about hope so that then I can find intentional ways to use it differently in a sentence. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe with small things, right? Like, I really hope that um, grandma feels better this weekend and she can come visit us. I, I really hope that, you know, that's what I yeah. want to have happen. I think as we're thinking about what is my meaning for hope and then how can I use it intentionally, it just takes like really kind of reflecting on that a little bit and then thinking about how you can plug it in. Beth, that's so interesting because I was, while you were saying that, I was doing something very nerdy in my head, which is changing the structure of the sentence around and making hope the noun. So like um, my hope is that blank or my belief is that or my intention is that or whatever. So when you pull it out like that, when you emphasize the word in that way, those words aren't all synonyms with hope, but they do somehow have a little bit of the same meaning of hope. And when you pull it out that way in the sentence and make it the noun, you kind of emphasize it a little bit. And when you say like, my hope is that you will be able to do such and such a thing. Or my hope is that if you want to do this, you'll be able to. Or my hope is that what, you know, I feel like it really emphasizes the word a little bit more um, and has kids maybe see it in a little bit of a different light. Yeah, I love that. And I think um, with little kids, they, um, I mean, if they're, if they're really little, this may not work, but even like your three and four year olds can draw and um, maybe it's once a month for whatever holiday may be coming up or for if you have, you know, a special thing coming up, you have them draw a picture of their hopes. And so you write hope at the top. So they kind of get used to seeing it. Um, they can't read it, but they can get used to seeing it as as part of the picture. And then, you know, what good things do you hope will happen when we visit grandma's house for you know, Memorial Day, or what do you hope might happen? Um, I think the the point here is, yes, hope and expectation and dreams and wish, like all of those things are kind of parallel ideas. And they're great to parallel them for your little ones, because we're not going to be able to really like hone in on exactly what hope means at this age. But as they get older, hopes really are related to wishes and expectations and dreams. And so it's kind of good to run them parallel to that in in intentional ways. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I love the idea of drawing the picture and writing the word and, um, you know, and then having the conversation about disappointment and letdown and that even when bad things happen or disappointments happen, you can still find hope. And I think we can have those conversations even when they're little, uh, maybe not in the same way that we can when they're older, but even when they're little, we can talk about that. Yeah. And anytime I talk with, you know, parents, especially of little ones to draw pictures, I'd actually encourage parents to sit down and draw pictures too. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I think, you know, we hear things like, oh yeah, my kid loves to draw and I'll put them at the counter while I'm cooking dinner and they can, you know, draw their picture. But there's something really powerful about modeling what your hopes are, Um and drawing a picture for your, you know, your little one to see your picture too. And don't get caught up on, I can't draw people. I, I'm a terrible artist. Like, guess who else is a terrible artist? Your four-year-old. <laughs> so they're not looking for any kind of like artistic talent. They just want to, to see you doing it alongside them. And then, you know, for me, that's a tangible way to open the conversation, right? Like, oh, look, I drew 
going to the playground with you too. And, oh, you drew the swings and I drew the monkey bars and maybe we'll get to do both. We can, you know, we'll hope that we get to play those things. And we hope that the weather is nice. You drew a sun and some clouds and I drew this, you know? So I think if your kid is just drawing on their own, that's good. And if you draw together, it becomes kind of this shared meaning around this idea of hope. Yeah, I love that. That's that's such a great idea. All right, before we close today, anything else you want to say to parents of preschoolers about the word hope and how we can develop it in the lives of our littles? I actually really love um, your mention of disappointment and hardship because I think sometimes we forget that hope can still live there, right? Yeah. We think, oh, hope is just too rosy a feeling or too rosy an idea for us right now in this season of life. You know, we're going through divorce or I just lost my job and I don't have a lot of hope. Um, so how do I, how do I fake hope with my preschooler who, you know, can see through that? So I think realizing that hope doesn't have to be a constant, but it can live with suffering. And so I think finding moments to look on the bright side, finding moments to still dream and wish and settle into hope is good for all of us. And so if you're in a season of struggle, um, I just want to encourage folks that they can live together, um, even if sometimes it feels really dark and and maybe they can't. Yeah, that's that's very a very good point. And a, um, another reason why something that I know you do intentionally around your home is to place words that have meaning so that you can visually see those words. Um, and maybe in dark times, that's a moment where, you know, my family watches Ted Lasso, the TV show, um, and he has a sign that he puts up in his locker room that simply says, believe. And I think there may be times where you just put, if, even if it's handwritten on a piece of paper taped to the wall, a sign that says hope or a sign that says it's going to get better or a sign that says some piece of encouragement for you as an adult when you are in those dark times. It doesn't have to be store-bought. It can be homemade or it can be a combination of both. Uh, but I think you're absolutely right. It's important for us as adults to remind ourselves. <clears throat> you know, it may not even be a life situation so much as just parenting a small person is very, very difficult. And it may feel kind of dark and lonely sometimes simply by having a preschooler in the house. Um, and that's real for some parents and that's totally okay. Um, but I think you're right. Hope can live alongside those feelings as well. Yeah, I, I love that. Um, I tend to uh, think about maybe on your bathroom mirror or like when you get up to brush your teeth, like maybe it's the first thing that you kind of look at just a little post-it on your bathroom mirror or maybe by your coffee pot you have like, Think about intentionally where you can yeah. start your day or end your day with some kind of really intentional words that you want to kind of trigger some sort of positive or hopeful thought. I love that. That's great. All right. Well, we're going to close for today, but I know people are going to want to know more about you and, and how they can find out about you. Can you share more about that? Yeah. So my website is makewordsmatterforgood.com and I have... Um, I'm on social media, MWM with kids on Facebook mostly, but um, also on Instagram and have done some things with TikTok, but you can kind of find all of that on my website. And I have two other podcasts called Kids These Days, Need Us to Make Words Matter for Good, and Things You Learn in Therapy are my two other podcasts. I love that. I love the things we learn in therapy. It's, like, it's been so great. fun. It's like, there are so many things you learn in therapy. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a great little free way to understand what might happen in a room that may be intimidating at first. Um, but it's a great way to see how how open and freeing those conversations can be. I love that. If you want to know more about Core Essentials, you can find us at coreessentials.org online or our social media is CE Values. And we do take questions and comments, so feel free to reach out to us through any of our channels if you'd like to speak with us in any way, because we would love to know more about how we can be helpful to you all as you parent these small children in your lives. So um, we hope that this month is very, very productive for your family, um, that it is a month where you can learn and live together in a way that produces some, some positivity and some hopes and beliefs for the future. How about that? I love it. Awesome. We'll see you everybody next month. All right. See ya.